Hey there, pizza people. Welcome to The Hot Slice, the weekly podcast of Pizza Today magazine. I'm your host, Jeremy White, editor-in-chief of the aforementioned Pizza Today magazine, the most award-winning B2B magazine in the entire world. Had to throw that in there. I'm joined today by my esteemed executive editor, Denise Greer. What's up, Denise? Hello, Jeremy. It's a beautiful afternoon. You know, it is a beautiful afternoon. Um, Yesterday, we're recording in advance. Yesterday was election day. Stayed up way too late watching the results roll in, and we still have no, we still have no winner right now, which is really kind of par par for the course for politics in America right now. We're probably going to fight for many more days before we know anything. That is true. That is true. But luckily, we work in pizza, so we get to at least enjoy the pizza part of the world. And you know, the one thing we're not going to fight about in America is how important pizza is to this country. It is the go-to food. It is the staple food. It's the party food. It's the election night food. It is the food. You know, the fun thing about pizza in general is you celebrate with pizza. You, uh, you know, you, you look for comfort from pizza. Like every scenario in life has pizza in it. It does. And that, hey, that's why we're pizza strong. We put that on the cover right during the, the COVID shutdown, the great quarantine of 2020. Um, we wanted to showcase how strong this industry is. And our guests today are also going to showcase the strength of the pizza industry as well as the strength of their company. We are talking to some folks from Jets Pizza in Michigan who have managed to, through the use of third-party aggregators, through the use of online ordering, through the use of grit and determination, have managed to grow their company during COVID. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, Jets is a great example of a a large company being able to uh, grow and thrive during this pandemic. We reached out to, and Jets is one of our uh, top 100 pizza pizza companies, Mm -hmm. Um, and we reached out to them uh, to say, hey, would you like to submit your pizzeria story? And they came back with a roundtable discussion with their owners. So you're going to hear a roundtable discussion with Jimmy Galloway, John Jets, and Jeff Galloway. Um, and I think the great thing is, is you know, they submitted that to us. Uh, so it's right there. It's from their perspective and it's from their view. Um, so it's an enlightening um, discussion straight from them. It's really good stuff. I say we just get right to it, Denise. I say we do. Let's uh, roll right into the roundtable discussion with Jets. Hey, everyone. It's Katie, art director at Pizza Today, here to interrupt your podcast with a short commercial break. Figuring out how to do delivery right can be a daunting task, especially when it comes to third-party platforms, in-house delivery, contactless solutions, and POS functionality. Fortunately, the innovators at PDQ have developed the Delivery Toolkit app, a convenient single source that can measurably enhance all aspects of delivery while saving time, effort, and costs. Rooted in metrics, the multi-integrated PDQ Delivery Toolkit is a must-have resource for your store. Learn why at PDQ qdt.com or call 877-968-6430. That's 877-968-6430. And now back to the slice. So, so guys, I think probably one, one of our biggest concerns, and we still get it today during this pandemic, is the employee shortages, you know, and that that's something that we deal with 
in a normal business cycle. And now that we threw this pandemic into it, there was a lot of issues with um, employees not reporting to work because the parents were concerned that they were sick. Uh, are they going to get sick? Um, nobody knew exactly what this thing was early March. Um, you know, just the fact that, you know, are we spreading a disease within our employee structure? So the employees started backing off. Um, we started getting a lot of franchisees and corporate stores calling us and, and asking us, like, what do we do? You know, what are you guys doing? Um, and, and we were able to come up with some, some ideas of how we made our, our employees safer, right? Um, and I think a lot of that had to do with uh, just making sure that we were doing the right things in terms of the lobbies and, and making sure they had the right equipment, the mask and the gloves. And, and, and some of the experiences that we had, um, as we got better at it, we began to bring those employees back to us and it became less of a struggle. I think that was key to our organization to keep the sales going, was obviously to keep the store staff. I mean, I mean, what were your thoughts on that, Johnny and Jeff? I mean, you guys got a lot of feedback from the franchisees. Well, you know, as this COVID kicked in and uh, we hired that PR company out of Chicago to, you know, put the ad out there that, you know, we were looking for X amount of bodies for uh, each of the stores from a manage management situation to inside help to drivers. I think that was a big plus because there are people that were out of work for whatever reason. So that did really help us get some employees into the stores till we could get the other ones back in. Absolutely. Well, what about you, Jeff? Did you get a lot of franchisees complaining about that part? A lot of the franchisees were saying that their employees were scared to come to work. So that's why they were, a lot of them were sh short of help. And, this, and some of the sales were going, some of the store sales were going up. Yeah. And they were scared, right? But what did we do? We put out so much notifications to the franchisees to tell them to do all these steps, making sure, getting those temperatures checked, you know, keeping that store sanitized, you know, constantly to make sure all things were good moving forward. And what a perfect time to kick in the curbside pickup. Jimmy, I'm sorry I jumped into that. No, no, no. That's what we want. Talk about that stuff. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that we – that we did. I mean, jump into it. But it, it was so good. And what a perfect time where we came out with that curbside pickup, which was such a benefit to all the stores. And it was such a great honor to get from our marketing company, Zimmerman out in Fort Lauderdale, a quick turnaround on a commercial to get that out there and let the consumers know in all states, we are doing this curbside to make it safer for you. So you don't have to come into our lobby and it's, it's contactless. The customers were loving it. We saw it on a lot of our reviews. And the other thing that was big was the franchisees appreciated that we were so proactive in doing what we did then. And Johnny, that was huge. I mean, cause that made them feel like, you know, we weren't sitting on our hands that we were getting things done and, and trying to figure out, you know, how do we, how do we get through this thing? And it, and you know, we've, I get a lot of great feedback still today from our franchisees and even our corporate guys and say, how impressed they were with how we reacted as a corporation, not only from the advertising side of it, but also from the operations end. What our operations people did to get that information out was huge. And, uh, and it, it allowed us to keep those, uh, to keep the sales going too. Yes, you know, no, no, that was all good. And then, you know, again, the next step that we took is as we start marketing, advertising, box toppers with the contactless delivery. I mean, how great was that for another customer to feel 
comfortable, like, wow, I can order a jet. You know, you can order it through a text or online ordering. Again, dropped right off at your door. There's no contact. There's, you know, everything's prepaid online or through the text. And it just made another comfortable moment for the customer uh, and to want to order from us even more than once a week, which was phenomenal. And it changed their habits. I mean, they became more focused on the safety part of it. And I think that drove it. I mean, that drove our sales too, that people kept coming back knowing we had that contact list delivery. I mean, some of the other things, Jeff, did you get a lot of feedback on in terms of how people reacted when we closed our lobbies? Did I, what did the franchisees say to you? Did you no, got, they, they said it, it, it made their employees feel a little bit safer because they didn't have to interact with the customers and they could, um, you know, just, they were all paid uh, cashless. We went cashless. So we were doing cashless for a while, just all prepaid. And then you just drop the, you know, they put the pizza in, in their in their car. So customers were happy and so were the franchisees on that. And I think that was a great, great idea. I mean, I think that was huge. And, you know, again, it became a habit for customers and they became very comfortable and our sales kept growing. And, and you know what, I, and we back up a step too, because some of the operations side of it, where Jeff and Jackie and everyone got calls on, and, and I thought in my head was, man, did we really have a problem with the product shortage? Because we were doing such volume that these trucks that were delivering to us, you know, our orders went from, you know, 20 to as high as 40% more food being delivered to our store. And we, and, and Johnny, you probably got a lot of heat from our, you know, our distributors as to how quick, you know, we had to do a turnaround to get more product to the store so we could keep the stores open because the product was flowing out the front door. Um, and I, th I think we did a great job. I think our vendors did a great job in, in making sure we, there weren't shortages, you know. We didn't run out of pepperoni. No, you're, you're right. And, you know, with this whole pandemic, as it hits, you know, across from everybody in the food business, right? So there are a few times, everybody knows, Steve, you know what we took offline when we couldn't get in certain items. We had to remove it right away because as the pandemic not only hits us and across the states, and you know, um, and these vendors are being shorted, you know, and now facilities are being shut down, that's making the cuts on our end. As we're hearing, it's getting better in some categories, right? From the meat processing to the dairy side, you know, we just every week wait for these alerts to say, hey guys, we are coming back into a problem with this. And one thing about Jets, we want to use that same product we've used, the premium product since 1978. So we're fighting with these vendors to keep us supplied. And this is becoming a, you know, like a daily job now from these guys. And, you know, that's what we have to do to get through this. But everybody's dealing with this right now. But the goal is to keep and give that consumer that premium premium product as we did from 1978. And that that's the key. And those were specific products that we needed to make sure we executed that, Johnny. And that's a good point. I mean, we're we're fortunate to be aligned with the right, uh, not only the manufacturers but the distributor. Got us the product. Um, yes. 
Hey everyone, it's Katie, art director at Pizza Today, here to interrupt your podcast with a short commercial break. Performance Food Service is proud to deliver high quality products, innovative technology, and custom operational solutions to restaurants of all sizes across the country. The flagship division of Performance Food Group, with deep roots in the restaurant industry, Performance Food Service has been the exclusive distributor of the Roma family of brands for more than 65 years. This signature relationship has allowed Performance Food Service to become a leader in the pizza and Italian segment of food service nationwide. And now back to the slice. Some of the other things I wanted to touch on with you guys too that I thought was interesting is, you know, for for a lot of years that we that we evolved into this digital stuff. You know, we were the old school paper and pencil, and we slowly evolved in from POS systems to digital ordering, online ordering, apps, text messaging ordering, and I think the way we evolved. It was almost like it was perfect timing because when this hit, I, you know, hats off to our IT department that, that drove it and, uh, and was able to put us in a position where we made it convenient for the customers and the consumers to order our product. Made it a lot easier and it made it easier for the pandemic side of it um, uh, because we didn't have to come into the store. We didn't even picking up the phone. You know, you were dealing with the online orderings a lot easier. Uh, the text messaging or a lot of you, you know, and I think that was, I guess overall, what I'm saying is the digital sales side of it played right into our hands and it allowed us to drive our sales up. It increased ticket prices. You know, we were, we were selling more of everything really, to be honest. And I think that was a big part of our success. I, I really do. I think our digital um, platform allowed us to, to grab consumers that maybe other competitors couldn't. Jimmy, I would agree because uh, personally, I, I tried to order Chinese food in the, the height of the pandemic and, you know, I wasn't even able to get through the phone line. So us having, you know, multiple ways of ordering definitely helped us through this. Yeah. And I agree, you know, you know, and when we're talking about this, think about when we really started testing this, right? October, November of 2019 is when we were testing all this text ordering getting all these platforms ready. We knew what we were doing with our website. We knew when we were going to launch it and like everything played in the right time because of what happened to us when it came about mid March, when everybody had to go remote, we were already set with the text ordering. We had everything kind of set up, not knowing this was going to happen, but my God, what a big plus for it because it's such an easy thing. Like you guys said, you couldn't get through on the phones, but a text, you're texting the same phone number as the store's number is now, and it's such an easy thing. And Jets was giving you 20% off the menu price just by you placing that text order. That was a big plus for all the stores. Amazing. Yes. And the consumers love it. I mean, and it brought back loyalty for the customers. Definitely. And, and remarketing, so, which is, yeah. you know. Yeah. Going after those customers after the fact and sending them specials and uh, – you know, it really helped develop our brand. It really did. And it, it, it gave people that would have maybe never tried it before a chance to become a, a, a brand loyalist, you know, to really say we love Jets and we didn't realize how good it was. We've seen it in New York, in the Buffalo, New York, where we were in the middle of nowhere, you know, and it's amazing how many new customers he grabbed because of the technology platform that was there and enabled us to get those consumers that – maybe the competitors, or like you said, Steve, the Chinese restaurant couldn't get because the, the consumer was frustrated and how they could contact the store and make that order. 
So I think yeah. that was plus plus all the way around for the digital ordering. Buffalo, uh, they, uh, you know, they're big with the third party aggregators too. So, and I think that was big too with in terms of even going back to the employee side of it, right? Because we were short on drivers, right? We were able to tap into those third party aggregates. And again, like Johnny said earlier, we were positioning ourselves in 2019 where we were starting to jump on all this stuff and it kind of came to light just about the time. And now we're full blown on it. And it, yeah, definitely the third party aggregates played a key in being able to get the product to the consumer. And, and at the same time, you know, help with staffing issues that a lot of these stores were having, which was delivery in some cases, in most cases was delivery. Um, and that was another plus for our uh, growth into getting that product to our consumer. Um, what about what about like like the talk a little bit about like guys like like the feedback you got with the franchisees, Jeff? And Jeff, you start off on it's like, how did they feel about us as an organization? What kind of feedback did you get um, over over the last let's say six months? Right? I mean, that's when they yeah were, they were they got a little excited because we were trying to help them out, you know trying to locate gloves, gloves and masks were getting a shortage. And then um, we're, when they were opening up their lobbies, we were telling them to make sure they put the glass, the, the plastic shields up for safety. So make their uh, employees and customers feel safe, safer. Yeah. But yeah, they seemed pretty excited how we, you know, they, they got the, um, how we were, you know, helping them out, get through the, some of this, you know, Bad time. We acted positively in most cases and said, you know, what a great job we did. You know, all of our organizations, not just us as owners, but, you know, going to Steve and, and, and going down to the, the guys that were out there in the field, your coaches, Jeff, that went around and helped help the franchisees when they needed it. And, and then being able to, to communicate to our office, whether it was an HR issue, whether it was, uh, you know, something to do with uh, operations with Jeff and Jack. And, I mean, yeah, I, get, I had a lot of positive response. Back. Today, I still get it about how we were able to still continue the support functions of all the different uh, departments here um, in our in our, uh, in our our office. And it was amazing. That's hats off to our entire organization. Definitely. I, I mean, everybody of Jets of America played a role into this whole thing. And you, there wasn't a hiccup through this whole pandemic from the beginning but again to talk to these franchisees today of what was going on or during the pandemic and here in sales that were up like 20 to 25 percent some guys in tennessee florida um ohio area being up 50 percent in sales with limited staff and making things happen has yes we were getting employees back but when that pr did the push to go out and get us help or, you know, uh, employees for all the stores, just a great plus plus and how everything came together. You know, again, I just want to say hats off to everybody as they work to this and you always want to um, think everybody involved from in the hospital, from doctors to nurses, the police, the fire departments. I mean, come on, everything that they had to do during this. And then to know all of our stores stepped up and were just donating pizzas from fire departments, police stations, taking, you know, nightly runs and daily runs out to the hospitals to give it to all those workers that are not just in the COVID team, the entire hospital 
um, is just an awesome thing. And hats off to all of them for what they did. And that was a positive. I mean, that was a great experience for everyone. And that that's truly defines the family. Like we always talk about, this company was based on our family. We're cousins. We're, we've been around forever. Eugene based it on family the same way. And you look at that, it kind of came through from our employees at the corporate level all the way through to the franchisees. And even they said, you know, I truly feel like I'm part of a family. And, and I think the way we set that example through these tough times um, and we continue to do that because we're still in the middle of this pandemic. Um, truly, that family uh, uh, philosophy is, is more than just a philosophy. I feel it was it, it's it, it was definitely an example of how we handled it, and uh, and they're still talking about us, and that goes to the consumers and the customers too. I mean, they're so generous with our employees. I talk about how the drivers are being tipped and how the employees are being tipped. It's because. They know that these kids and these managers and these employees are on the front line with this pandemic when we really didn't know what it really was. They were still out there, put, you know, truly putting their lives in danger and still doing it today. And the consumer reacted like, like a family, like these people are doing it so that I can put food on the table for my kids. I, I think that that is just, that's a commercial right there. I, mean, I agree. And you saw that on social media too, people sharing, you know, different images of this store with people with masks on, you know, shout out to Jetson Fenton or whatever it is. And yeah, I, I love all this because at the end of the day, on, on a huge negative and a huge note, we tried to turn it into as many positives as we can. And I think we, we I thought we did a great job all the way across. You know, one, one last thing I want to touch on is, you know, talking to not only franchisees, but some of our corporate guys, partners and managers, you know, to say, you know, like I remember calling the one night and I said, hey, you know, here's what I want to do for this police station or this fire department. He goes, I want to be honest to you. We had a customer call up and, and send X amount of party trays to this fire department or X amount of trays over to the police station. Then I'm talking to somebody in the Ohio store and they're telling me the same thing. So hats off to all the loyal customers, all the customers who are doing it, not just with Jets Pizza, but other fast foods that were taking the time out to just go feed all the first responders in that and how much it meant to them knowing what they were going inside these buildings and what they had to deal with. We were doing totally something totally different and just praying nobody had the COVID hit them, but look at what they did in there. And to know customers reached out and sent stuff it's just an awesome thing. That's part back, Jimmy, what you were talking about, the family. It's like they all did it. They all heard about it, and they went out out of their hearts and did it themselves. Phenomenal thing. Awesome.